Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you are ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom, and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being. Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse. And today I want to talk about something that I've been noticing. I've been hearing people say, you know, I just don't have much direction right now, or I'm just not feeling as motivated as I normally am. And I'm noticing it on, you know, a bigger scale than I normally do. And so it got me pondering, what's going on? And as I have been looking at the world and looking at the last couple of years, I began to wonder if what's really going on is that people are feeling a kind of chronic disappointment. You know, in the last two years, we have had to cancel parties, we've canceled holidays, we've canceled vacations, we have canceled a great deal of our life, we've canceled family gatherings, friendship gatherings, gatherings of all sorts, big and small, and we accepted it and we moved on. But as I'm seeing the sense of malaise coming over more people than normal, I began to think, you know, are we dealing with chronic disappointment that we haven't met yet, that we haven't noticed in ourselves? So if you have been feeling, you know, some kind of malaise, and it's easy to do right now, there's so much going on in the world that can seem very discouraging, though I know I am the absolute <laughs> optimist, but I do feel that even though it looks really bad right now, and I would agree, that I feel that we are in a transition towards, believe it or not, a better place. But in the meantime, we have to deal with this sense of disappointment so that it doesn't keep running in our bodies, in our psyches, and giving us the impression that nothing that we want will ever happen, or I shouldn't plan because I've now gotten so used to things not working out that I won't even dare to plan. So I just want you to take a moment and just 
think about where you're at and ponder. Have I been feeling disappointed about all these things not happening and I haven't yet faced my own sense of disappointment within myself? So just take a moment and check in about that. Have you dealt with the disappointments along the way? So every time an event got canceled, did you allow yourself to feel that sense of disappointment? So just take a moment and notice that. For some of you, you may notice that you feel angry about all the things that you had to give up. For others, you might feel sad or really a deep grief. I mean, there have been so many things that we haven't been able to do and so many things that we've had to miss. And I think one of the issues is that we realize because it was for a great cause and the cause of not getting many people ill. And yet, that doesn't take away from our feeling disappointed. In my own life, I had many disappointments, but one of my great disappointments was that my one-woman show that was supposed to open on Theater Row in New York City got canceled because of COVID. And like many of you, I said, you know, I understand, right? There's a major pandemic going on. In the scheme of things, my show is a very small thing. And yet, what I've noticed in the last couple of weeks is that I've been walking around with a sense of disappointment. And I didn't even call it disappointment, but it was a sense of just something didn't feel quite right in my system. It was a sense of melancholy, a sense of grief. And while there have been many things in the last two years that I could say, well, perhaps it's this, perhaps it's that, as I really sat with the sense of disappointment, I could suddenly feel, oh, yeah, I am really disappointed that my show didn't get to open. And as I felt that, the tears came up and I could really allow myself to begin to notice. I don't really even think I noticed, quite frankly, how disappointed I was. And what got my attention is that I haven't been feeling very keen to do my creative projects. And what I realized is that there was now a story attached to my disappointment. And the story that I received was that, well, why should I bother? Because nothing is going to work out. You see, even my show that I worked on so hard for three years didn't complete its cycle, if you will. I mean, we did many shows in Seattle, in LA, in upstate New York, but that felt like, oh, that would be the pinnacle. And it never happened. And yes, I am disappointed. So the first thing I've had to deal with is to own the disappointment. 
And I really didn't even see it. So if you're feeling lethargic, unmotivated, I want you to see, is there anything that you've been disappointed about? Any projects that didn't come to fruition the way you thought that they would? And therein lies part of it, right, is our expectations. We sometimes have these huge expectations about how something is going to roll out in our lives. And when it doesn't, we get very disappointed. So I do not want you to lower your expectations, but I want you to be aware that as you stretch yourself out of your comfort zone, there's a good chance that you're going to have setbacks, you're going to have disappointments. And the very first thing that I want you to do when that happens is to acknowledge how you feel about it. Because if we don't acknowledge that we're disappointed and we don't acknowledge the feelings that come with it, it stays stuck in our body and then we can be led to this sort of lethargic, unmotivated part of ourselves because why? Well, we're afraid to put ourselves back out there. We're afraid to feel disappointed. And believe me, I get it. I hear you 100%. And yet, I want you to be able to move out of that lethargic feeling, unmotivated feeling, because that to me is not a whole lot of fun. And while it's not a lot of fun to feel disappointed, if we can begin to feel our feelings, we can move from there. Now, once you have accepted that you have felt disappointed and you begin to feel your feelings around it, I want you to notice if there's a story that you've attached to the disappointment. So, for example, what I and beginning to notice is that I didn't want to work on my creativity because, you know, that could happen again. And it's true. It could happen again, but if I don't even try, nothing is going to happen. And in my world, the point of view, nothing is worse than almost anything. Inertia is worse than feeling the hurt of disappointment. At least you're getting up again and you're trying. And I want you to notice, take a look out into the world of anybody who has ever been super successful. I will tell you, they have had setbacks and they have had disappointments. The difference is that they don't allow themselves to stay down for forever. It's okay. You can feel your feelings. You can take a break. You can stay down for as long as you need to, so long as you never give up. And one of the ways that you will not give up is to work with all of your inner children who may get attached to the story that, oh, why should we bother trying? Nothing is ever going to work out for us. And you need to create a new story. So look at the project that you did or look at the work you did or look at 
whatever didn't work out in the way that you thought it was going to work out. And I want you to see, have there been lessons learned? Have you gained something new in your experience that you can use for the next time that you attempt a new project? Was there something that you could have done differently with this project? Would you change your expectations, perhaps? Would you include more people? Now, in my case, would you not have a pandemic happen? Of course I would, but that's not up to me. What is up to me is how I relate and respond to the situation. Because, you know, in life, we can only control so many things. So many things are out of our control. What we do have control over is how we respond to it. And I think we will respond well to it once we allow ourselves to have all of our feelings of our disappointment and accept it. It's true. This has happened. Now, my question, once you have accepted it, and you begin to shift the story about what the disappointment means. And one of the things that I want to assure you that it doesn't mean is if you've had a disappointment, believe me, you are not the disappointment. You are not the failure. It was just an event that was disappointing. And so often I think we attach a disappointing event or project, and it becomes about us. I am disappointing. I am a failure. It's not true. It was just an event that did not work out the way you had hoped. And I want to make sure that you don't stop expecting things just because something didn't work out the way you had hoped it would. And you don't know. Let's say it had worked out the way you had hoped it would. Would that have been enough? Would that have been exactly what you want? You know, you just don't know. Sometimes we get the expectation of something in our head and it works out the way we had hoped and then it doesn't really feel as good as we had thought. So even if it didn't work out the way you had hoped, you don't know if you had gotten the feeling that you had wanted. So let's go back to the expectation. What did you want? Well, in many cases, you wanted some kind of a positive outcome, some kind of a successful event, a successful project, something that made you feel successful. And then, what were you going to feel when you were feeling successful? That's what we really are wanting. So even if something didn't work out, we can still have the feeling that we were hoping for. So I want you to think about what's that feeling? You wanted to feel good, right? Well, guess what? You can still feel good. I know you didn't get what you wanted, but you can still feel good. You wanted to feel appreciated. You wanted to feel seen. You wanted to feel loved. You wanted to feel whatever it was that you 
wanted to feel, you can still have that. And you don't need the event to make you feel that way. So I want you to think about what were you hoping you were going to feel, be, do, or have once that event or project or whatever it was that is disappointing that you could feel. So let's say it was something small. You were hoping to see friends and it didn't happen. What were you going to feel? Can you still feel that without having seen them? Is that a possibility that you could think about how much they love you and feel the love inside? Now, I know it's not as good as seeing them and laughing with them and sharing food, but it's still possible that we can have that feeling because everything, in a sense, that we're driving for, we are driving towards it to feel a certain way. And I believe we can still feel that. Now, you're still going to feel disappointed and that's okay. But I want you to notice that with setbacks, there are ways to deal with it. And I want to make sure that you don't stop yourself going forward because of the story that you attach to a disappointment. So the next thing I want you to do is every night, I want you to write down five things that you are grateful for, that you appreciate about yourself, and continue to do it every single night. And soon you'll begin to see that the disappointing feelings inside are getting balanced with some good feelings. That doesn't take away from the fact that you were disappointed, and that's okay. That's part of life. But I want to make sure you don't stop yourself from going forward. And the best way that I know how to help you to continue to go for your dreams, to have expectations, to really begin to think about the next wonderful thing in your life is to fill yourself up with great feelings, feelings of gratitude and appreciation. So I'd like you to do that and let me know how it goes. And I will see you all next week. Thanks so much for being with me. Have a great day. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.